listening to SFC Radio, the sounds of Brooklyn Heights. Hi everyone, welcome back to Everything Relevant. I'm Ivana. I'm Alexa. And I'm Hennessy. And we're back to spill more celebrity tea. So much has happened since last time we saw each other and we can't wait to tell you guys. So let's get right into it. So starting off, we're going to talk about my fave, Ariana Grande. I don't know if you guys heard, but she has a new album that just dropped called Positions, a new song called Positions, and dropped a music video for her song and her lead single off the album, Position. Do you guys want to talk a little bit about it first before I like dive in? I actually listened to like pretty much how many songs? I don't know how many songs are on the album, but I listened to most of them. I don't think I got to the last one though, but I really like the album. It sounds, it doesn't have the same vibes I feel like as her last album, like with Seven Rings and everything. I'm really going to agree with that. I like the song. Ivana might hate me, but I don't think I love it as much as the last album. Like, me too. No, I was lucky feeling the same way. I feel like it was more like her older stuff because like, I feel like Thank You Next was such like a, like hip hop, not hip hop, but like pop album it was just so fun and like upbeat not that this album isn't but the songs just didn't have the same vibe as thank you next i actually agree with you guys wow like, <laughs> yeah like i actually i really liked the songs on her album i just thought they were very different and it was a very different vibe compared to her last album and you know she even said it herself because i saw an interview and they always say like you make very different music when you're going through a breakup or you're going through like heartbreak or trauma and stuff like that. See that so i saw that like you know thank you next like that whole album that was a very big album I think because she had so many pop songs that I felt like people could relate to in senses like that whereas this one now is more like very like I'm in love but I don't know if you noticed but like with a lot of artists when they write breakup songs or like other songs like that that gets that gets more attention than like the ones that are more like I'm in love things are great and I don't know like I really like her new album like I think it's very different but I don't think it has the hits like Thank You Next does. Like, I feel like so many hits were on Thank You Next, whereas I feel like Positions is such a cool vibe and it's new. It's just very different. But I think it's kind of cool. Like, my favorite song was Positions because I think it showed, like, other than, like, relationships, it kind of showed, like, a woman could fill so many different positions in life. Like, a girl could be, you know, a sister, a girlfriend, a wife she could be the president if she wants to be like she could fulfill any role that she wants and every girl has the right to fulfill what whatever dream she wants to do and I think that's really cool that Ariana incorporated that because I feel like a lot of her other music just kind of had more like you know oh like I have to get over this guy or oh like you know I'm gonna shop until I drop and stuff like that but this is more like putting things out there that people could more relate to or kind of more empowering. I also loved her album Sweetener. Favorite albums like of all time and I don't know just this album has a different vibe. I mean I have to listen to it more so listening to songs for the first time is always the weirdest time. It was actually weird for me to listen to because like I couldn't get through like some of them because I would get like a weird vibe like I'd be like oh this isn't really Ariana. Yeah, that's what I, I felt the same way. But then I heard some of the songs that I really like the beat and like the different features. Like she has a song with The Weeknd called Off the Table, which I really love. And Doja Cat. Doja Cat Motive. That song was really nice too. I like that one. The last one that you said you didn't listen to. No, I didn't called, get to listen to it. That's actually my favorite song in the album. It's called Pop, but it means like point of view. 
And I mean, the whole album is about her boyfriend, Dalton Gomez, and like how he's, how she's in love with him. And I sound like such a crazy fan. <laughs> Basically, like the beginning of the album is kind of like her say, explaining her story with Dalton and saying like how she was scared to fall for somebody again based on her past traumas with her relationships, you know, like Mac dying and her failed engagement with Pete. So like songs like Off the Table and Safety Net was were kind of like referencing like you know, like, I'm scared to fall for you because I've had trust issues. Are you really going to be there for me and be down for me? Then it transitions all the way to, like, Point of View, 630, and, like, those other songs that kind of express how she, like, started trusting him, falling for him, and, like, fell in love. So I think it just definitely tells a different story than her other albums because I think Sweetener kind of focused more on her mental health. Her hit song, Breathing, was about mental health. Her song, Successful, was about her being successful, obviously. Her song, Pete Davidson, was about being in love. I feel like there's a big difference. I think you can notice she had one song about Pete Davidson on the album and it was like a two minute song saying the same thing. Yeah, it was, it was really short. Editions, she has oh, like wow. 10 songs about Dalton because Off the Table references Mac Miller and I thought that was kind of heartbreaking because like that song says like, will I ever like love someone like I loved you? And like fans were like, oh my God, that's so sad because she's basically saying like she felt like she couldn't find love again because Mac died. I think each album she has tells a story and that's the point because I think Sweetener was like that time of her life and that phase. Then she has like her breakup trying to get through all the stuff she's been dealing with and that phase on Thinking Next. And then now she's more in her healing phase. So I guess like I'm happy that she's happy and her music video positions was like really cool because it was like reference in the white house which is why i was talking about women empowerment because everyone that she put in the like video were all women including like transgender women and all that stuff really and it it included people that were close to her like her mom was in the video her hairstylist was in the video i didn't even i didn't even see the music video i want to see it now oh also she made like references to politics too like she gave a medal to the u.s postal worker some people may say they haven't been treated fairly and stuff there's like a lot of politics Mm -hmm. around that so she kind of like puts her political aspects into it as well i thought it was kind of cool that she transitioned and did something different yeah, I think the songs she, like, well, the ones I've heard, they're really good. I think also when, like, a new album comes out, I think the video helps a lot And if you like the song or not. Just because if you like what you're watching, you kind of just kind of want to sing what you're watching. And I don't know, like, I did like the video, but I felt like it wasn't as good as, you know, her other videos. Like, it was in the White House and it was, like, you know, empowerment and all that stuff, but it wasn't, like... It didn't have that, like, wow, like, this is crazy, you know? And I was like, I, I don't know if it was just me that I wasn't feeling the vibe when I was watching it, but I, I felt like something was kind of, like, missing. Like, there was, like, there wasn't, like, whoa, this is amazing, you know? But it was good. It was good. I liked it. Yeah, I think a lot of fans were, like, surprised by how she was, like, doing things and how different it was compared to what she did in the past. But I think that's kind of the point for her, that she wanted to break, like, what she was used to. And I think, like, it was very good. Obviously, I agree with you. I don't think it was, like, the best of the best of her best work. But I think it's cool to see her transitioning. I feel like she could do whatever she wants and she could still do it good because she's such a good singer. Yeah, I I agree. I feel like Ariana Grande, like, she has a such a big spot in the music industry and so many fans that she can experiment with so many different like styles of music and genres or honestly anything and still it's going to be a great album no matter what because it's ariana grande like exactly so i also want to ask you guys about other new music did you hear justin bieber's new songs holy and lonely oh my gosh i'm obsessed the video 
for which one? The Lonely Music Video. Yeah, with Jacob Tremblay. Playing a mini Justin Bieber. Yes. So That's really sad. Yeah, it was such an emotional video. Heartbreaking. And the outfit. The I outfit. know, it's Justin's Never Say Never tour outfit. I saw him perform in that outfit when I was 10. The show at Madison Square Garden. You were a fan. Yeah, it was. That's so cute. Right? I feel like the song is so powerful, actually. Like, I actually saw a lot of comments of people saying I wasn't a fan until I heard this song because it's actually putting it all out there. Like, this song just says exactly how he feels, saying that he has all this fame, all this money, but he still feels lonely. And that's just like how most people feel, you know, even if you're not famous or if you're broke or whatever, like it's very relatable. And yeah, he actually worked with two songwriters on the song. He worked with Phineas, who is Billie Eilish's brother. So he writes amazing music for himself and Billy, and also Benny Blanco who has made more hit songs and literally like like he that guy's like a genius he writes the best songs ever but yeah the three of them collabed on this and it came out so good I'm really obsessed with it. Phineas worked with Selena Gomez before and wrote Lose You to Love Me about Justin Bieber and then Benny Blanco did a song with Selena Gomez too called I Can't Get Enough and even though I love Justin Bieber's new song and I was very like sad I felt bad especially Especially where the part where he said like he was sick and he felt like no one cared. I like felt really bad for him because I feel like yeah. industry is so cutthroat and like no one really cares about the celebrities as much because they just feel like they're money makers and they have to produce. So I did feel really bad and I am a Justin fan. What I didn't like about Benny Blanco is I saw that after the video came out and all that and the you know all the production and the behind the scenes and everything came out for it. They interviewed Benny Blanco and he shaded Selena Gomez. Oh, which no. I so upset because he had said, you know, Justin's not like a cookie cutter artist, like the ones out there who now have a lead single and have a new makeup line out of nowhere. What? And Selena hasn't had her lead single and then now she has a new makeup line, Rare Beauty, that we talked about. And he was like, Justin, you know, he says he has a pimple, he has anxiety, and that's him as a pop star. And, like, I understand that and I understand where Benny's coming from because Justin does have his issues but Selena also has anxiety and she has bipolar disorder and she has lupus so I was like Selena Gomez has bipolar disorder yeah she um opened up saying that she had bipolar disorder well bad because like I understand where Benny's coming from because he's a friend of Justin's but he also worked with Selena and he said good things about Selena while they were working together so I thought it was messed up and I thought it was very two-sided because I was like how could you do something like that and say that with someone you worked with and claimed was a good friend of yours but because this is Justin and you know they're not together anymore you have to shade her like I just felt like that was unnecessary yeah, that isn't because Justin Bieber doesn't even really shade Selena yeah I mean, maybe like he has in the past when he was younger but I feel like he doesn't really bring up Selena or talk about her bad so that's weird that any would even bring that up that just seems unnecessary I also felt bad because I felt like it was a double standard because it's like, oh, so Justin, because he's a guy and he has these issues and, you know, he's famous, like, it's okay that he's going through it. But Selena, who has the same issues, that can't it's be. all the same like, issues, mental illness and actual, like, disease, like, that doesn't that's mean. Why, that's what kind of bothered me. So, Benny Blanco, character-wise, I'm not a big fan. But as a producer and, like, doing production and making music, I do like him because I think he's very talented. I just felt like that was unnecessary, especially to put a woman down. I think that was wrong because I'm all about women empowerment. Aside from that, I do really <laughs> like his song with Justin. I really liked how Justin put his heart out there because I like it when he's more vulnerable. Yeah, I feel like people are getting to know him better now that 
you know, he's older and he's actually like letting people know how he feels because when he was younger, it was just like about the music and making sure it was catchy and people would sing it and stuff like that. And I feel, you know, this is better now. I feel like everyone's just showing a different side now. Justin, I feel like his mental health, like within the past year, I don't know if it was like because of quarantine and he got to like just focus on nothing but him, his mental health, like a lot of people now. But I feel like just from like February when his album, his last album Intentions re- re- was released to now, he's like two different people. Like he literally changed and grew so much. And he actually has a new documentary series called Next Chapter. How do you yeah, know that? It's on YouTube, yeah. Really? Yeah. The first episode came out on Friday. Really? Yep. I didn't know that. Yep. Because he did he did one for his last album. I can't remember the name of it. Did you watch the one now? The No, I haven't started, but it's called Next Justin Bieber Next Chapter. And it's just he talks all about like how he's in so much of a better place and he just feels better and he wants to be able to show everybody like Oh yes. Okay. And that goes with the song that he did the Holy song that's you know going everywhere i actually really like that song i yeah. love that song that's the cutest song like yeah, ever good. that's, that's a such a cute song did you guys like the video i thought it was actually pretty awesome yeah i kind of teared up because i felt bad like because i felt like i took it in a more realistic context like you know when because of COVID and everything people are losing their jobs and that was like part of the video and i felt really bad because I was like, you know, this is like so relatable to people out there. Not me, obviously, but like to people out there. And I just thought about it in a more global sense. And it was really sad to know that people were really going through that. And it just puts a lot into perspective. And I like that connection there. Yeah, I agree with that. Because it was more of like a, he was like putting himself in other people's shoes. You know, it wasn't like about like a, let me have a drinking video or something. It was just actually something realistic that people like, you know, people feel like seen with him now. They feel like he's trying to connect with people, which I think is important. And did you guys see his performances of Holy and Lonely on Saturday Night Live? He was like so emotional. He I, he looked, I, I've never seen him like perform like that. And then like at the end of Saturday Night Live, every episode, you know how like the whole cast and like stars, like guest hosts and the guest musicians, like they all go out on stage and say goodnight. Like the whole time he's standing there, he looks like, so sad and like it's it was just so sad to watch because like he was on saturday night live like he had two great songs with and he got to perform it with chance the rapper and benny blanco like yeah. he and he just looked so upset but he says that he's in a better place now and we can watch that in his new documentary series i feel like you know since he does have all those demons and he went through a lot i feel like he's never gonna fully be okay but i definitely think he's gonna have moments where he's in a better place he you know he's been through a lot and he hasn't made the best choices so i think he's just trying to like really progress and try to be the happiest that he can be yeah which is really important it looked like he was gonna cry like he was definitely thinking about all the stuff he went through and then, like, at the end of Saturday Night Live, every episode, you know how, like, the whole cast and, like, the guest stars, guest hosts, and the guest musicians, like, they all go out on stage and say goodnight. Like, the whole time he's standing there, he looks, like, so sad. And, like, it's, it was just so sad to watch because, like, he was on Saturday Night Live. Like, he had two great songs with, and he got to perform it with Chance the Rapper and Benny Blanco. Like, yeah. he just looked so upset. But he says that he's in a better place now, and we can watch that in his new documentary series on YouTube. Yeah, I'm actually excited. We'll see how true it is. I feel like, you know, since he does have all those demons and he went through a lot, I feel like he's never going to fully be okay. But I definitely think he's going to have moments where he's in a better place, which is good. Because I feel like he, you know, he's been through a lot and he hasn't made the best choices. 
either. So I think he's just trying to like really progress and try to be the happiest that he can be. Which is really important. Yeah, I agree. Hey guys, it's Ivana. And Hennessy. And Alexa. We just wanted to take a moment to talk about our friend's new podcast. It's called Wake Me Up When It's Over and it's hosted by our friends Anthony and Kayla. We hope you guys go and check it out. Here's a little promo of their show. Hey, this is Anthony. And I'm Kayla. Do you like the news but hate reading? Listen to our podcast, Wake Me Up When It's Over. We have all of today's news in the quickest way possible. Pop culture, music, movies, dogs? Definitely. TikTok? TikTok. Of course. And maybe some politics. Maybe. We have all you need to know and more. You can listen to us at sfcradio.com. to our next topic is Cardi B. So there's a lot going on with Cardi B and you know her love life right now. She's actually been getting a lot of hate. I don't know if you guys know about that but she was known aside from her music for dating and then marrying the Migos rapper Offset. And now there was a lot of drama because she had said she was divorcing Offset and, you know, a lot of women, a lot of people came out saying they were very, very happy about it because they felt like she did what she had to do because there was a lot of cheating allegations and he did cheat on her and he admitted that. And then he won her back. And, you know, they were still married. But then I guess he had cheated again and they were always arguing. That's what Cardi had said. And apparently she was just like, enough is enough. And she filed for divorce. Then it came around like a, a month later or a couple weeks later, I would say, um, her birthday came around, and he had brought her a Bentley again, and had, like, went all out for her birthday, and there was videos of them together kissing, and her twerking, and all that stuff, and everyone was just upset, because they were like, aren't you divorcing this guy? Like, he treated you badly. Like, why would you, like, put yourself through that again? And a couple days later, she revoked divorce, revoked the divorce, and now she's not getting divorced to him anymore. And now they're still married, and she was getting a lot of hate for that because women were like, "You're stupid. Why would you even do that? He treats you bad." Blah 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 blah. And she got really mad, and she was like, "You know, I'm not like a Disney star. You can't tell me what to do and dictate what I say and do. I'm gonna do what I want." he's not manipulating me because a lot of people were saying like he's manipulating you into like staying with you and she's like that's not true I could do what I want I'm bipolar like I'm gonna stay with my man if I want to and I just thought it was very wild how this was always up and down I mean they've always been up and down but I just thought this took a different turn because one minute she was like ill offset and then the next minute she's like I love offset so I just wanted to know your thoughts and what you thought Actually, I saw a post, or it was like a story that she posted, and it it was her saying that she only filed for divorce because she wanted to teach him a lesson. Like, she wanted him to know that he could lose her. And then people actually started going crazy about that because they were, like, saying how she's taking this whole divorce as a joke and that for most people it isn't, you know, because filing for divorce is something serious. And then she was actually getting attacked by it. And then 
I also saw where she was telling people that not to tell her what to do and you know that that was the father of her child and all that stuff but I think it's actually pretty crazy I just think that she has also shown her personality like a lot on social media so it's hard for people to understand her and understand what she does I don't really understand it to be honest but I feel like if she wants to do it like I really don't I can't even get mad at her like she's just so funny to me like I just can't even yeah like I can't even say no you can't go back I'm like she will probably do this again like give her a month and she might do it again you know that's how I feel so I don't even take it that serious if I'm honest what about you Alexa um honestly I don't know much about Cardi B but I do remember when like I know that their relationship's crazy because I remember when he cheated on Cardi and she like publicly like came out and said she's like no i'm not with offset anymore like there's no way like when she was first saying like there's no way she's getting back with him and he went out on on stage like during one of her performances at like a festival and like what was it with flowers he like wrote out like take me back cardi or something like that was so cheesy that was so embarrassing i felt so bad for cardi after seeing that and after that i was like no like you can't do that like it was like during like her set like it wasn't it was like at a festival too like she had, like, limited time there, too. And, like, he, like, ruined the whole thing. So that was crazy. So I don't even... I feel like there's a lot of drama involved. Like, I don't know if you guys heard, but Offset actually got arrested a couple of days ago. I um, did hear about that. But can you tell me more about it? Or one of you guys tell me more? Yeah, it wasn't completely clear exactly what happened. But I know that he had a gun and they were both in L.A. They were driving. And I guess he pulled out his gun like in front of like a lot of people and you can't do that in LA like unless like you're being like if someone's doing something to you and then you have to defend yourself to that point then you can but if not only like police can have their guns and like defend you and use them so I think he pulled that out and then you know police caught him and then they arrested him and Cardi B was in the car too with him and she was like telling people to back off that it was unfair that he was getting arrested because of that because he was just defending himself but I don't know exactly what whoever, like, I don't know what happened to him that he felt like he needed to blow his gun. I don't know what happened, but that's exactly what happened. He got arrested at the end of the day. So it's just a lot of drama always. Yeah. And I think the stories between like the officers and offset are different. So it just makes everything like so much more complicated. Yeah. I feel like there's always going to be trouble with them. Like I feel like trouble follows them all the time. But what I do like about Cardi is that she's very straightforward and she's very honest no matter what. Like, she doesn't care if you like it or not. She's going to tell you how it is and that's what she likes. Because I feel like a lot of people, especially in that industry, are not like that. Yeah. And even with her fans, like, if her fan says something that she doesn't agree with, like, she'll say, like, no, like, this is how I feel. And whether you like it or not, this is what I choose. And I, that, I kind of have respect for her in that way, even though I don't always think she makes the best decisions. I do have respect that she always stands by every decision she makes. And even if she doesn't have the best reasoning for it, at least she's going to be honest and be like, yeah, this is my decision. So what? You like it or not, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, so because, oh, sorry. No, it's okay. I was just saying I have respect for her because of that. Yeah, and I agree just because so many artists, like, they feel like they can't have a voice when, like, under all their contracts that they're in and all their managers and uh, agents and stuff, they feel like they can't have a voice, but Cardi doesn't let any of that, like, ruin what she has to say about her opinion or anything. She always just says what she wants to, and she's so funny, Cardi. She's one of the funniest people ever. 
isn't it crazy that people are having a hard time with this whole divorce thing but she's just unbothered like she doesn't care she's just living her life <laughs> I'm I like know, I, I love, love it. it yeah it's amazing <laughs> you're listening to SFC radio the sounds of Brooklyn Heights so on to our next um topic we want to talk to you guys about Sean Mendes I feel like we haven't heard about him in a long time but now he posted a picture with Camila on Instagram which was adorable actually um and also, I saw that he's making a documentary, and in what I read, he actually said that most of the songs he wrote are because of Camila. And that was just really hard for me to believe, just because they weren't dating the whole entire time that he was writing songs, and he actually dated someone else before that. And I just think it's really I don't know. I just don't believe it completely. I don't know what you guys think. I might be the only one that doesn't think that, but... Did or, you say that meaning, like, every album? Well, what I wrote... Well, what I wrote... What I read... <laughs> <laughs> what I read was that, like, all the songs that he has written are were based on Camila. So, that's, it yeah, wasn't... There's no way. Yeah, it wasn't that deep. True. Yeah, I can't tell if it's true or not. It was in detail. I just read it somewhere, and I thought it was interesting because I didn't believe it at all. But yeah, I yeah. used to, I used to love old school Shawn Mendes like mm-hmm. back twenty seventeen. I call that old school. <laughs> <laughs> but like old Shawn Mendes, like when he wasn't like at nowhere near as big as he was. Yeah, those but songs still cool. I think be, still- like. He was with a lot of other people. He was with Haley Baldwin, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And I don't know. I just don't think that could be possible. Like, I think maybe he's just so in love that he just wants to say that and maybe not hurt Camila's feelings, if that's true. I'm personally not a big fan of Camila. Like, she's okay. I've never really gotten into her music like that. And I used to be a really big fan of Sean, like like you said, old school. <laughs> Um, I said that. <laughs> but you know like when he was younger but like now I just kind of like I think they're both very talented artists but I just don't see that being true and if it is I guess good for them he found his person and she found her person but I feel like that's very not true because Camila also d- was dating someone for a year I don't know if you guys know this there's this guy named Matthew Hussey that sh- there's this guy named Matthew Hussey that she dated for a year and he's literally a dating advice giver and really yeah and she did like it for a year and I think they broke up because he cheated and you know her and Sean were still friends during that time when they when they were together so I'm thinking like how can that be that every song is about her if she was with someone else unless they had their own little thing going on during that relationship too then i guess they're even i don't know okay <laughs> like i don't know i feel like sean and camille's relationship is like cheesy i don't know it doesn't feel like like it, cool. some people say that since he started like dating camilla he just dresses weird and he doesn't like look as good but i don't know he does dress a little eccentric like that's not my style i i would never dress like how she does I just think she doesn't care like at all unless it's like a music video or whatever she doesn't like really put much effort into but I feel like I don't know I don't mind her I really don't mind her at all love is love 
But I love Sean's new song, Wonder. I literally can't stop listening to it. I do like that song, too. Literally one of the best songs ever. And it's such a relatable song, too, which is why I think it's so good. So, other than Sean Mendes, don't you guys want to talk about Harry Styles? Because I know you guys like Harry Styles and, you know, you guys know a little bit about it. I know you were talking to me about it previously. So, do you want to, like, talk about that a little bit? Because I'm not really familiar with it as much. I know he has a new song, and I know something happened with a fan, which was really cool. So, whoever wants to talk about it can. Yeah, he just, Harry Styles released his music video for his new song, Golden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love yeah. that video, actually. Did you guys like it? I didn't see it. <laughs> I didn't see it either. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I liked it. It was actually like it looked like a movie video, like you know, like when you're watching a movie, but then it was a video. It's actually really nice. I think it was fun and cool, and he looked really good. I mean, if you go from like one to ten, like I'm probably like a five. Like as a fan, I'm a five. So it's that's, like that's kind of low. <laughs> <laughs> middle. I'm in the middle. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I'm honestly, like, I'm the same though. Yeah, it's not like I'm obsessed with him, but I think he's, you know, gorgeous, and I like his videos. <laughs> I agree. I agree, too. Um, I was just going to say, I feel like all of the stuff Harry does is very, like, theatrical and, like, like you said, like, movie-like, like, his new music video. I didn't say it, but I saw clips of it, and it looked, he just looked so good in it, and it just looked so pretty, like, the whole thing. But did you guys hear that story about him going to a fan's house? No, you have to tell me because I didn't hear anything about it. Yeah. So Harry's car or truck broke down and he um he was like stuck in the middle of the street, just broke down. So one of the people's house he was sitting in front of, they let him inside, made him a cup of tea. And the guy who was in the house was saying, you know, my daughters are such big fans. Like, like go look at their rooms. Like they have, they have your face like all over their room. So he went to their rooms and he signed like albums and records and left them notes and he took pictures of himself feeding their fish. Like, it was, could you, like, imagine, like, your absolute favorite, like, artist, like, in your house, like, in your bedroom? Like, that's just so crazy. Just imagine Harry Styles in your room and you forgot to do your bed that day. Or your room is completely I was thinking, like, or, like, you had, like, your dirty clothes on the floor. Like, just imagine. That would have been horrible. But I think she had her room clean, actually. Is it the film? What? Yeah. He's apparently in a new film. Like, I'm looking at Instagram as we're doing this, and he's filming for a film. I'm not sure exactly what, but the, his character is named Jack, and he has a new hairstyle. It's, like, short, like, One Direction, like, <gasps> hairstyle. No. And, like, saying that he looks really good. Oh, my God. Hey, now look at him. Look I at him. Know, I didn't know that. Me and Hannah's sister only level five Harry Styles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now he's, his hair is literally trending on Twitter. His hair. His <laughs> hair? Yeah. It's oh. for his new film, Don't Worry, Dar- It's called Don't Worry, Darling. Isn't there, like, a lot of stars in that movie? Yeah, I don't oh, know. What it's, I don't know who it's, like, what it pertains to. Wait, I feel like Timothy Chalamet is in it. I think so. Yeah, I don't really know what it pertains to, but yeah, and he's also wearing a shirt that says "Vote, Vote, Vote." So. Oh no! I'm thinking of something else. Guys, you didn't get to see the picture, but he looks really good. So you should definitely go look at his hair right now. Crop out, crop out me saying that Timothy Chalamet is in it because he's not. 
Okay. Let's edit that out. Okay. <laughs> we might not. We might not. <laughs> That's so oh. wild. Um, actually, I wanted to talk about something that relates to Harry Styles also in a different way. So Harry Styles used to date Taylor Swift a long time ago, back in the day. Yeah. And it was <laughs> old school it, days. Yeah, old school days, Alexa, your turn. And then um what happened is Taylor Swift used to have a best friend called Carly Kloss. You guys don't really know her, but or maybe you do, I don't know. But she's basically a like a really well known model and she used to be best friends with Taylor. And they're not best friends anymore for their own like personal reason. And I actually met her when I was with my friend Cynthia eating at Soho for dinner like a month ago. And she was sitting with her no husband. Way. Yeah, she was sitting with her husband who's a Kushner. So, you know, he's a part of the Trump family. And they were like, we were, I was talking to both of them. Like she was kind of like cold and distant a little bit. Like she wasn't very welcoming, but, and she didn't want any photos, but I hadn't figured out that she probably didn't want any photos. And it was with like a mask on too. Like I was like, even with a mask, cause celebrities do that as long as you have a mask on. But she didn't want any photos with me and my friend. And I didn't realize it was probably because, like, her husband is a part of the Trump family. But I didn't even know that. Like, I didn't know there was, like, restrictions with that. But that's besides the point. She's actually pregnant now. And, like, everyone is like, oh, my God, she's pregnant. There's, like, a new addition to the family and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, wow, I just literally saw her, like, a month ago. But okay. Okay. Well, that actually is actually interesting because isn't, like, her like best friends with like isn't she best friends with like Gigi Hadid or no Harley yeah I don't know if she still is but I think at some point she was and Taylor is still best friends with Gigi Hadid for sure yeah because then now she's having her baby Gigi just had her baby but if they're not best friends then I don't know this probably just has no point in me saying so (laughs) (laughs) okay we could definitely talk about it and on on the topics of babies it was actually really sad that Chrissy Teigen and John Legend lost their baby oh my gosh that was so heartbreaking she was like really sick Chrissy Teigen she was in the hospital getting like blood transfusions and they said the doctors told her that she was going to be healthy and everything was going to be okay, but that must have been, that's so hard. I can't even imagine. What I actually, after I saw that they lost the baby, I went back and watched the video where they announced that they were going to have the baby. And it was the cutest thing ever. Mm-hmm. I feel like her and John are just too freaking cute. And when they kind of announced it and, you know, the video, it was just too cute. And it's just so sad when you watch it, you know, again, knowing that their baby's, you know, dead. But, yeah. It is really sad. That's so sad, honestly. Well, I really hope that they can have another baby eventually down the line and that they can heal from this. And, like, I know their lost baby will always be in their hearts. So that's something, I guess, to say about that. It's just really heartbreaking. Yeah. It is heartbreaking, but... I guess we can, you know, move on into something different so we don't start crying, all of us. <laughs> no. So what next topic do you guys want to talk about? Because I, I, I want to talk about Kim Kardashian's birthday, please. Oh yes, let's. Okay. I think, Alexa, Alexa, I know you were excited about this. So I'm going to let yeah, you, I'm going to let you go ahead. So for Kim's, for it was just Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian was just turned 40. 
And for her birthday party, she invited all her closest family and friends to a private island during a pandemic, which there it was it was a lot of them. If you look at pictures, there was a lot of people. Forty there. people, I believe. Forty. Mm-hmm. So forty. That's very close. Very close family. Very sarcastic. Well, considering how big the, I thought it would be more. True. There was like five hundred Kardashians alone. With their <laughs> right? Um, but anyway, Kim was just getting like memed on the internet like this past week because. She was just going on saying how grateful she is to have have this big birthday party, and she was, and all her closest family and friends were quarantining the last two weeks, and they all went for multiple corona tests and just like a whole bunch of safety precautions that she said that they did, and a lot of people were really mad that she was even sharing those photos because of the state that the world is in right now with the coronavirus and the pandemic. Some people have been like losing their jobs and are out of work, and this was just not the right time for Kim Kardashian to be showing off her private island for her fortieth birthday yeah, with forty people. In her birthday post, she said, uh, "I'm just thankful to have this opportunity, and for you know, basically her success, and saying how she's privileged to like be able to like go to the private island." And, you know, spend all that time with her family. And I feel like the word privilege, it was just, like, too much for some people. Because, yeah, we understand you're, like, freaking rich. Like, you don't have to tell us that you were thankful for that because we already know that. Yeah. And the picture, I think the picture, it was just, like, she doesn't look 40. Like, if you look at the picture, she does not look 40. Like, she looks, oh, like, 25. Yeah. yeah. And, and she said, this is 40. So I'm like, not really. My mom is 40. That's what 40 looks like. You know, like, you don't look 40. That's not 40. <laughs> like, it was just annoying. I wasn't as upset as the whole, like, her and her family because if it's a private island and no one's there and, you know, if they want to do whatever they want to do there, that's fine. Like, no one else is there. But I just felt like the whole this is 40 just wasn't relatable at all. Like, to me, I just couldn't relate to her in any in any way like not the private island thing or the this is 40 thing she i actually she thinks she did it with a actually a bikini so and she looked better than i look right now so i don't think that's 40. <laughs> it's just a little insensitive given like everything that's going on in the world yeah she, she didn't need to be sharing photos of that like and if she did share photos i felt like the caption could have been a little bit different like acknowledging like hey like I know that we're going through something right now. These are just my memories and maybe turn the comments off or something. Like, I don't know. I just felt like it was very insensitive. I mean, good for her for having a good birthday, but personally, it wasn't a decision I would have made. Also, I know this is a little side topic that's like a little off track, but she also like was posting on Instagram stories. Like when she posted Kanye, I know there was this one Instagram story that everyone was freaking out because so um not Sophia Courtney Kardashian and Scott Disick were like getting cozy and he just oh, yeah, I saw that and he just recently unfollowed Sophia because they broke up for good so I think everyone's saying that they're like getting back together and I was like wow about time that took a while but yeah, yeah. I heard that too do you guys want them to be back together well I don't really care like I guess I mean I, I 
maybe out of out of you know for the kids since yeah. they're so close to their kids and they co-parent very well and they do have a lot of history I guess and like Scott is a part of the family like he was on the show up until now too that I feel like it just makes sense even when he was with Sophia he was always around the family so I feel like he never really left to begin with so if they got back together it would just make sense I agree yeah like he was never like not hanging out with Chloe or the fam, you know, he was just always around. So, like, I thought it was going to happen at some point, but it took longer than I thought. But still, it makes sense, you know, it's, it's normal. Like, I'm not even shocked that it's happening. I agree. I agree, too. But, you know, also with Scott, is weird. Just because how, like, I don't know if anyone else has noticed this, but his, like, relationship with Courtney, with Chloe, I mean... Yeah, they're, like, too close for comfort. Yeah, like, that's why I feel like it's weird that him and Courtney are, like, back together. So I was like, if he ever starts dating someone again, it's going to be Chloe. That's what I always thought. Because, like, he, like, posts pictures of Chloe. He'll be like, Woman Crush Wednesday. And, like, they always are together and, like. But Chloe's back with Kristen, so. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, we talked about it, but, like, I I know we shared our opinions, but I guess it's not going to happen because, you know. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Like how yeah. he Scott yeah, and it's weird. It's a weird Very close for comfort, yeah. in my opinion. So maybe that's why Courtney's jumping back on. <laughs> so her sister doesn't get it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know, I know this is also a side thing, and like I don't really know much about them, but like Phi, he's like a friend of the family. He's young, and he's like best friends with Kendall Jenner. He's so hot. Hot. I'm not sure if he's ever. Like, mo- there have been rumors that he was dating Kylie Jenner and then Kendall Jenner. And I'm like, I don't care. me. I don't. <laughs> He's so cute. If any of you guys want to know, his at is your boy, Fi. Oh, and- I know who you're talking about. And he's he just gorgeous. gorgeous. Realized. He is cute. He, I don't, I've never heard anything negative about him. Like, he's never in any drama, nothing. He just looks there. He's gorgeous. <laughs> I know, which is what we need, don't you think? <laughs> we need Kendall to do something about this. But I heard one time that he wasn't into Kendall. That's why they were never together. And that Kendall was actually into him, but that he liked Courtney. But, you know, that could only Yeah, I was going to say, I thought he was, like, with Courtney. No? Well, He's I heard not. that he liked her, but I think she liked Scott. So, who But knows? I also heard that Courtney is with that guy from... What's it called? Blink-182. Oh, really? Um, I that. Yeah, they, like, box together. I thought that they were together for the longest time. But I guess they're just friends. Hmm. They have so many hot friends. <laughs> I know! <laughs> I want that. Okay, so, I know that you guys both know about the Ace family, so do you want to discuss that for a little bit, too, on a different note, or discuss any other topics before we wrap up? Yeah, we can talk about the Ace family. Um, They're really famous on YouTube. That's how they started. And now they have two kids. Is it two kids, Alexa, or three? Um, I think they have three. I think they have a baby and then... They have three. I just looked. Yeah, they have three. They have, like, a little baby. Yeah, and so they do videos, like, every, like, other day. And this particular video... Austin was upset at Catherine and he was yelling at her while they were like making the video and somehow that little part made it into their actual video. Yeah, it didn't get edited out. Yeah, which was weird because people are saying that they have a person that edits the videos. 
but then I guess it's not true. And then they actually do that themselves. And the video was him like being really aggressive towards her. And, and in front of their kids, their kids were like standing right there. It was yeah, and their kids are babies. They're so young, so yeah. he was acting like like yelling and being yeah like aggressive, as Hennessy said. And then fans are going crazy because they were saying that she was being you know like he was abusing her like verbally and stuff like that, and that that it wasn't fair for her, and that she left that part there on purpose for people to know how she was feeling and what she was going through. But they had to make a video them explaining what happened and they just said that it was just an accident and that the Austin doesn't treat her bad but I guess people are not believing that and now they're getting mad at her because she's defending him for what he did so I don't really think there's a right or wrong here I just I don't even know and I know that Austin has had a lot of drama in the past with like sexual assault allegations against him so he hasn't had like the best rep on the internet for like the past couple of months like past year honestly maybe yeah they also well it was like a rumor that he had cheated on her and that's why he bought her yeah like he bought her a whole new car like a couple like weeks after the rumor was out so people were saying that oh it's true because then you buy her a car for her to like forgive you but people were actually getting upset at her because she was saying that people try to make him the like an evil or like a villain or whatever and so people were saying, we just want to defend you and trying to help you out. And you're just like coming at us like this. I think the reason why she does that, if she is getting really emotionally abused, which could possibly really be the case, like ongoingly, um, a lot of people who do get emotionally abused don't like to say that. And, you know, they don't like to feel like a victim. And even though they do are or are in a victim mentality, they don't want to put that out to the world. So I don't think that's something she's ever going to come to terms with, at least publicly, unless, you know, something really happens that they really need to. But I think she's going to stick by it, especially for the publicity. And, you know, the family is what brought them the fame. She's not going to break that up for no reason. She'll stick through it. I agree. And they're actually making a lot, a lot of money, like by doing videos together and everything that they do. Like, you know, the yeah, they have a big following on YouTube. Yeah, it's huge. And I also think that because of the kids, she's not going to just separate when they have basically everything you know fame wise and money wise so yeah that's what i think all right everyone this is all the tea we have for you guys today but the fun doesn't stop here as you guys know we are trying to learn spanish and Hennessy has a fun game for us Hennessy, okay. go ahead yeah i got you guys so <laughs> As you guys know, in the first episode, we didn't do as good as we thought we were, but I will be telling the girls a word or a phrase in Spanish, and I'm just going to see if they know it or if they think that it could be useful for them in the future or whatever. So let's start. And today's word is chisme. Alexa, I want you to try first. Why? <laughs> just, give it, just give it a go. Actually, Ivana doesn't know. That's why I thought you should go first, but Ivana doesn't know either. But yeah, cheese me. Uh, say one more time. Cheese me. Um, maybe like. Look, um, I got I got a different one. It means the same thing. It's cheese me o o chinche. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, I Ivana got it. See, okay, go I don't know. Um. <laughs> Can I just have it like in in like a context? Um, 
it would be really hard for me to put Maybe that. Maybe like El Un Ponchinchero. Yeah, like, oh, okay, okay, Alexa. Alexa es una bochinchera. She's going to be like, is she calling me the beaver? <laughs> <laughs> like, just, give it, just give it a try. Whatever. Whatever you think. Um, sassy. Oh, that's close, but not really. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not really it, but, you know, close to it. Ivana, you go. It's like gossip. Like, she's a blabbermouth, basically. Like, she likes starting drama and gossiping and talking. Oh. Oh, yeah. like Alexa is a bunchinchera. It's like, oh, she likes to talk a lot. She's gonna gossip about you. She likes starting drama, like a troublemaker kind of gossiper. That's not close. <laughs> kind of. I mean, kind of because you know, gossipers kind of have like that. Like, okay, okay. Sassy attitude, you know. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I was right. I was right. Well, well, not right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got it. Yeah, not right. But you were close. You were close. You did. You didn't do bad. I did much better than the first time. You really did. You really did. So, I'm improving already. Yeah. So, Ivana, have you used this word before? Yes, which is how I know it. And my family definitely has. But it's funny because I've never really heard cheese men before. I've heard of it, like, kind of in conversation. But my family likes to use a different dialect. So they use bonchinchera a lot. Especially, yeah. like, when it when it's the woman talking in my family and they're talking about someone, they're like, is it a bonchinchera or a guy or something? <laughs> And I'm like, oh, they're dropping tea. Something's happening. <laughs> and I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Definitely heard of it. And like, it's interesting because I hear it in different dialects. So that's why when you said the other t- phrase in that, that said the same meaning, I understood what you were talking about. Yeah, but chisme, it's like the right word, like the right way to say it. But then bochinchera is like the way that us Puerto Ricans just kind of like. Use. Yeah, it's like not the proper way. Exactly, yeah. All right, guys, this is the end of our show for today. Thank you all for listening. We hope you guys liked today's show and learned something new. Stay tuned for our next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. You're listening to SFC Radio, The Sounds of Brooklyn Heights.